Ask the Podcast Coach for May 9th, 2020. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the theschoolofpodcasting.com, and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Good to be with you this morning. And uh, just a quick reminder, because I'm out of coffee. Like I've, I said, uh, I've been up since 5. I, I'm not going to lie. I've been up since 5 o'clock, so I'm already on my third cup of coffee. Holy cow. But, but today's coffee pour, sponsored by podcastbranding.co. I saw Mark got a fabulous haircut on Facebook this week. He gave himself one of those pandemic haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently I'm seeing more and more guys kind of try to cut their own hair. First, they had somebody try to cut it for him. And now it seems like they're cutting their own. But but Mark got a fabulous or at least gave himself a fabulous pandemic yeah, if- haircut. Mark, uh, Mark, Mark, of course, sponsors the Coffee Port, and we appreciate him for doing that. Cover art, logos, got a pretty great site. Dave, what else? What's, what else does it Well, it's affordable. It's professionally designed podcast websites and artwork to help your show stand out. He is an award-winning graphic and web designer. He's got 30 years in the digital field. He's been a podcaster since 2013, which really helps, as opposed to a graphic design who has no idea what a podcast is. He's branded over 100 podcasts, and he's eager to work with you. His mission is to ensure your podcast looks as professional as possible, offering you the best chance at success. You can find him at podcastbranding.co. So, Marks, thanks so much for sponsoring The Morning Pour. And, delicious, uh, too. Delicious. <laughs> Jim, we're, delicious. we're at week eight of the pandemic. Yay. Crazy to think, you know, I remember when this thing started thinking like, hey, I went to Army basic training for eight weeks. I could <laughs> probably make it through eight weeks of this. But in week two, it felt like, I don't know about you, but it felt like time. Uh, we went like through a time dilation field where it it one week seemed like a month and then the second week seemed like two months. Right. And it just kept getting longer and longer. I think a lot of folks have kind of settled in and kind of figured some things out. You know, uh, those who had to go to work, I still I still hear from some of my listeners who are going in. Tony Rayner, who's a big fan of Home Gadget Geeks, sometimes pops out over here. Has he he works seven on and three off? I think something like that. He's a he's a medical guy. You okay, know, he goes into the hospital and does does that. So he's seven seven twelves and then maybe three or four off, whatever it is. But Dave, I wanted to ask you the question: Eight weeks into this thing, what have we learned, or what have you done differently with your podcast? And I want to throw this out to the chat room as well, or if you're watching us on YouTube uh, after the fact, put it down in the comments below. But but what and, and click the like button while you're at it. What what and subscribe to. What have you learned as we think about these eight weeks? Because they're so pronounced in what like we will forever think of this lockdown oh, yeah. as a, as a time right. And hopefully, folks have taken advantage of it from from uh, you know from that from that perspective. Folks have taken advantage of it. What do you think? Lessons learned through this time. Now for you, you are already kind of, yeah, I was already living the pandemic lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right on. So, so not as much for you, Um, but anything. I think probably just if I had free time, I, I got more focused on like, okay, what, what do I want 
you know, the school of podcasting to do and, and looking at things and just, it's like anything else. I always talk about how I always end up with 17 number one priorities and that usually doesn't work. And so I just went and said, okay. And I kind of tried to look at the school of podcasting from a new user standpoint and went in and saw where like this weekend I'm redoing the whole, how to build your website because it's kind of outdated and things like that. But I think that I think we all kind of like, I'm about ready. I don't know about you. I'm about ready to hug a telephone pole. <laughs> anything, anything, anything. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm walking yeah. around and all my, all my other apartment complex people have dogs. Most of them do. Mm. And I used to stop and pet the doggy and, and now I yeah. see them coming and I run like they have the plague, mm. you know? So that's the thing. It's just like, I might actually go over to my brother's house tomorrow. I thought about yeah. that. And I'm like, yeah. all right, you know, we'll, we'll take, uh, take our chances and I'm, Pretty sure he's fine in, in that whole nine yards. So, what have oh, you learned, to, Jim? Good to pra- continue to practice some social distancing. Yeah. but it certainly is, it's here in the United States. The states begin to open back up again. Yeah, we have a time. Uh, the coffee pour w- was born out of yeah. the pandemic, right? And that's something we had. I'd kind of joked about before, but on the first or second week, I was out walking with my daughter. We were talking a little bit about you know in those early weeks. I was thinking I took a pay cut. I was like. You know, I'm thinking, am I going to make it through this financially? How are we going to do it? You know, I didn't know what I know now, but but then, you know, a little worried about money. So I began to think, oh, maybe I should get a little bit ser- more serious about monetizing my podcast or at least thinking about some of that low-hanging fruit and realized I don't, there's, you know, I don't give enough opportunities for people who want to do that to do it. We always kind of think we're putting them out by asking them for either to sponsor us on Patreon or to buy an ad or to do something like that. We think we're putting people out. People actually want to do that, Dave. As we found out when you put the the ad out for bid for the coffee yeah. pour and and people really, really do want opportunities to do that. And some of that is out there. And so it has sharpened for me, it has sharpened my resolve to think more about the monetization aspect without like overdoing it, without like all of a sudden 17 ads show up on my show. Like, you know, like yeah. Home Gadget Geeks get 17 <laughs> ads uh, the next day, you know, or whatever. And they're like bad ads and they're like, you know, w- w- shock the audience. But it has been just a little more intentionality and focus on. You know, am I leaving money on the table unnecessarily? That's that's been a question for me. And then two, what about my workflow and where I'm where I'm putting these out? Am I taking advantage of all the opportunities I have on social? Again, not to be like all of a sudden I just start putting out fifty tweets a day on Twitter or <laughs> you know start start all kinds of things on Facebook, but. To start thinking through like, okay, how could I be a little more intentional or what, what, what's yeah. this opportunity here? Yeah. If you think about it, our mentality behind the morning pour was, I don't know, let's see what happens. And sometimes you got to kind of just have that kind of mentality of like, I don't know, let's, let's try something new. I don't think, as we always say, nobody's going to punch us in the face. And the one and only Bandrew is in the uh, chat room this morning from um, Podcastage. Uh, dot com um, in geeksrising.com. He says, I've done nothing differently for my podcast. I just try to avoid talking about it on the show because people don't come to me for that. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. I even yeah. have less free time because I now go to work at 6.30 a.m. That, my friend. Oh, <laughs> it's a little early. Oh, it's a little Im- early. When I have to get up at like four to get a flight someplace back in the day, mm-hmm. I can't imagine that. So that's uh, ick. 
But I think I think Craig had mentioned something as well. He has been using his. He put a comment in a little bit earlier. He's been trying a different workflow using Descript. Oh, I love Descript. Is I, it uh, Descript or Descript? I don't know. Is which, it which Descript? <laughs> I don't know. Descript yeah. or Descript? The thing I hate about that is every time I start it, like there's a new version, and I'm like, okay. It's a, and it always opens up the last thing I had, and I've looked. I'm like, is there any way to turn that off? I just want to open it up and drag a file in. But it's amazing. Like, I used that on Ask the Podcast Coach. I used it on an interview I did yesterday. And it it always – I'm still waiting for – there was one. There was one edit that I was kind of like, hmm. And I was like, you know what? If you're not listening for it, you probably would never, ever notice it. But yeah, but yeah it's always amazing because like, I'll find the first um and I'll be like, take that out of here. And then you run it through descriptions like, yeah, I removed, you know, 4,057 ums from that, you know, 15 minute clip. And you're like, really? That man is maybe not quite that bad, but uh, yeah. it, it's pretty slick. And I that's all I use it for. I don't do the tra- – I don't care about transcripts and then I just like just de-um this thing for me and um, – Bander brings up an interesting point in, in whether he intended to or not. I think yeah. he intended to, but is that, you know, sometimes do we, you know, in situations like this, let's take my podcast, Home Gadget Geeks, as an example. Is it appropriate to talk about it or not? Does it, is it a distractor from the conversation that's happening or that what the audience expects? If I just all of a sudden switched over to a news if I took home home gadget geeks to a news podcast where all we did was cover COVID related items and talked yeah. about the technology, whatever, would that be appropriate or not? And, and I think you get you, sometimes it is. And sometimes it's not, we've had some, we've talked about it from a topic standpoint, I had some educators on talk about it last week. And, you know, we've brought it up this, this, this week though, we talked about lawn care and the, the guest that I had on was afraid he was it was being a too, little too sacrilegious, if you can use that word, of talking about lawn care during a pandemic, right? He was like, "Do you?" He's like, "Jim, like, is this going to seem a little insensitive that there's people we're you know the country is suffering through a pandemic, and I'm talking about mowing my lawn, you know, I'm talking about putting fertilizer down? Is that you know?" It's a great question. Like, is it appropriate during this time to do those kinds of things? It's you know, I think about you can relate this to kind of World War II, right? During yeah. during the the during that time, everything was focused on the war, and you know, people grew gardens, and we turned in all our metal, all our metal scrap metal for recycling, and I mean, the whole country focused on it. And I often wonder what else happened during that time because it wasn't just that way. People's lives continued to go on. So, yeah. I think it's a good question in podcasting as we think about do we. Do we completely focus on it? Do we not at all? Or is there some kind of sweet spot in the, in between? I think you could do a thing where you just do your thing, right? If I'm if I'm Bandra, I'm just going to review another microphone or whatever's going on in his world. Right, right. And at the end, I, you know, if you wanted to, now I kind of like his thing of like, nope, I'm not ignoring mm-hmm. it because we all know it's there. But like, you could say, all you have to do is, first of all, I'm I'm tired of, we're in this together. I'm tired <laughs> yeah. of that phrase, yeah, yeah. but you could say, Hey, thanks so much for listening. Be safe. And that would be a, yeah. just a little nod yeah. that, Hey, like, you know, if you wanted right. to, but yeah, I, this, we're in this together thing is I, I, I'm like, well, really? Mm, okay. I, I did seven podcasts this week for Gallup, which <sighs> is a pretty crazy number when you start thinking about it. Right. <laughs> Plus my own. 
So five of them were focused on this. Well, they were they were around international pod or I'm sorry, international coaching day, but they we talked about it's a stressful time. Like it's there's things going on. There's new opportunities. It was kind of based on COVID. So. So five of those were and two weren't. And I separated them. I, I really did try to keep on the ones, the the two other ones that were more topic related. We didn't necessarily focus on the pandemic like we did in the other five. So might keep that straight in your brain, like do, doing that all day and, and doing it intentionally. So I think you can do a little bit of both do and or not do it at all. I think it's OK. I just kind of wondering if. Yeah you know, what folks are doing different. I, you know, Jim's wife came down after he got done recording those seven episodes and she's like, Jim, would you like a beer? And he was just like, <laughs> yeah. So oh, I tell you what, yesterday afternoon doing seven and that was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That wasn't even all week. That was three days, seven, seven shows, all the prep, all the pre-work, all the, you know, we, we, we joined a half an hour ahead of time to get everybody in all the conversations around it. I, I didn't want to put these earbuds back in this morning. I was kind of like, no. Did you get into any kind of flow though? Yeah. Because yeah. I know I, I when I was redoing this whole building your own website in the school of podcasting, while I was exporting the video, which takes a while, I was going in, learning the content for the next video, making the graphic for the next video. About that time, the video was done. I would upload it do this and that record. I was just had this thing where I was constantly multitasking where something was uploading while I was recording. I was doing the graphic while I was updating this and that. So, you know, it's, you do kind of get it, you get done, you're, you're crispy by the time you're done, but it is kind of nice to go. Okay. I did a bunch of things. Craig says descript is time consuming, assuming adding in sound bites and working in multi-track. Yeah. I do all that stuff in whatever Hindenburg or, you know, whatever you're using audacity, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so keep that in mind. And then Bangs had a thing up here, Accusonus, Accusonus. How do you anyway? Is giving away a free ERA four leveler in DSer, and Mike Russell is giving away free free music beds and sound effects. Did that uh, for Accusonus. Hey, is that right? Yeah, I guess that's it. Accusonus. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Schoolofpodcasting dot com slash ERA will take you right over to. That page and that is my affiliate link. Although been on Facebook a lot lately, I've seen I've seen his things pop up. Yeah, Bander says it is absolutely appropriate to discuss non-COVID things. Although there is yeah. a pandemic, I listen. I had a podcast review show this week, and the show was something like "Go Wild Geese." And if I said, "Hey, uh, Jim, I'm doing a show called Go Wild Geese," what do you think the show would be about? Wild geese. Sorry, life oh. in life in Spain. I was oh. like, okay. I think I would change the name, but and it was funny because it was about how these two people, blah blah blah, and they talk about their life in Spain, and and they got the whole ha 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 muh thing. I said your show isn't bad. Your audio's okay. I said, but here's the thing: your show is about your life, and right now everybody's life is pretty boring. Yeah, and they were just talking about how they were going to go out in the future, and I'm like, yep. Me too. And then they were going to like, and they were thinking about, they were kind of tired of cooking inside. And I'm like, you know what? Me too. I was like, this isn't, in, it's nothing, you know? And I said, so it's not bad, but 
for me, I was looking to not hear Corona. Like if I want coronavirus stuff, I will go to ABC news or CNN or whoever. And I will, I I have a a virus podcast on my phone. I forget which one I finally did, but you know, yeah. uh, Craig says, I live in Spain and I don't get that. They are, well, that's the other thing. The, Always assume nobody's ever heard you before. Mm-hmm. They came. I don't know if they're popular YouTubers, but they're like, you know, where where whatever it is, gone go go wild geese, something like that. And they they had a picture of a woman underwater that her left hand was kind of like to the edge of the artwork, which had this like silver streak down the side. So my first glance was like, why do they have a stripper underwater? Because this woman's in like a bikini holding yeah. on to a silver thing. I was like, this yeah. and yeah. Um, well, the, you know, the the art thing has gotten out of control, especially in the YouTube space. Like in uh, it it's a little yeah. We shouldn't go down the road. <laughs> we should not go now, sh- it's time for a power rant. <laughs> I am. I am. I. I sound. I feel like we're like a bunch of old guys complaining this morning. Hey. Let's go. <laughs> Get off my lawn, and I go bread. <laughs> the the I, this YouTube culture of the of the thumbnails and getting these shocking images or the selling of, you know, if I if I just see one more YouTube video with a scantily clad woman on it, yeah, and it's a DIY show about building your house, like. I, I, I just, it, it's just, it, Dave, it's a little, it's a little unsettling. And I, I don't like where YouTube has gone with this in, in them promoting the, mo, you know, they, they promoted this. They, they mm. created this current mess that we're in with YouTube and the way they kind of expect the YouTube thumbnail to look. And it's just, so, you know, I, I, it's just dishonest. And man, if you go to some of the platforms like Mixcloud or, or Shout Engine, some of the, nah, Shout Engine is not a good example. Mixcloud for sure. Soundcloud for sure. Those album covers, I mean, if it's not, it's just a struggle. And you're like, what are you, what are you doing with this? And why are you, why are you being, yeah, why, why are you being this way? Why, why are you, you know, going for the low hanging fruit? It, no, totally. It is just a total. It's just. It's. It's. It's not. I don't know. Okay, I, I need to stop talking about it because I'm going to get really. <laughs> uh, well, let's, you let's, see these things. Let's go back to it. Let's go to back to something more comfortable. It's an Thank oldie. You. It's a goodie. It's the question. Can you play song clips on a music review podcast and avoid copyright issues? Thank you, Rob. Thanks for pulling me out of the depth. <laughs> Holy the, cow! The, the quick answer is no. You can't play any music that you don't have the oh, can. Oh, you can. It's just not legal. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. And it, nobody's going to like, well, I mean, they may come after you for yeah. it. That's true. They may. Yeah. But you need so, you I need mean, permission of the songwriter, Prince. You need uh, permission of the song performer, Sheena Easton. And you need permission of the record label or whoever owns the mechanical rights, which would be probably Warner Brothers at the time for, of course, the. The lovely, the anthem that is Sugar Walls would be that. I don't know why I always use that as an example because I think just because I just want to say Sugar Walls. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, you can do it and maybe get away with it. Yeah. Like, oh. There, there, you'll hear it all over. Michael and Butler. Like, oh, why can't I? Well, because you haven't been caught yet. That's it. Yeah. Anybody yeah. that's doing it just hasn't been caught yet. There have been people that have been fined lots of money. Now, they were stupid. They got a cease and desist and went, ah, we'll show you. You can't tell me what to do. And off they went. And uh, so, yeah, you feel strongly about it. Like I can do what I do it. Yeah. Like 
it's it's nobody's going to stop you from doing that. They may come after you. You you may get a cease and desist letter, or you may get a call from a few lawyers, or you may get fined in some countries. So, you know, it's just not a great it's not a great idea. You know, unless you you know what you're doing. But certainly, as a solo person, if you know, you don't want to do that by yourself. You don't want to have to pay that. Isn't it like eleven thousand dollars of violation or something? I don't know. Like how that? I, I just know it's more money than I have. You know, yeah, I mean, eleven dollars yeah. would be <laughs> too much. Yeah, no, I don't. Want, I won't want to give ten dollars away just because I played some music on the podcast. So. Yeah, but it's uh, like Michael Butler, who's been podcasting since two thousand four, the original music podcaster, still going on today, Rock and Roll Geek Show. He has broken bands in America. Like there's a band called Airborne that sounds a lot like ACDC. If you like ACDC, check out Airborne. It's a great band. And he played their album and he would talk over it, which again, doesn't make it legal, but he would talk about it and things like that. And they are now like, that was their gateway into America. Enough people like, hey, have you heard about this band? Mm. And so... You know, it now you could say, well, he's doing it. Well, it doesn't make it legal. It's the old, you know, if Johnny Johnson jumps off the bridge, are you going to, you know, um, <laughs> Jim, they're, Jim, they're pulling you back, buddy. Um, oh, good. I should have thumbnails with women in minimal clothing holding microphones for uh, for Bandrew. <laughs> that would work. Sure. sure. On YouTube. Why not? Just do it. Uh, it everybody else is doing it. It The, the crazy thing. Well, that's not. No, it's, it's, yeah, and now I didn't know there was such a thing as microphone porn. That's, you know, that could be, I'm not even going to go, there's, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, when you have a beautiful microphone picture, that I'm okay with. Yeah. Like, that I'm okay with, but just the. And then, let's see here, how rudimentary the copyright claim systems are. Would you really want to risk it? Yeah, that's true. I had somebody on the podcast review show, and I remember this because it was like the, whatever, it was like the Jim Cullison hour, and the show was an hour and a half, and I was like, Okay, first things first, but he had some gospel music at the beginning of it that he kind of used as his intro, and so we upload the video to YouTube, and they're like, "Uh uh-uh, and I was like, wait, what? And here this guy's intro music was was not his, and it immediately was like, yeah, we're not putting that online. I was like, oh, didn't even think about that, so I'm going to have to start – you know, listening to people's show and using Shazam to figure out who the song is. If it comes up, you know, just bleep the song. Out. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, wow, this is a great intro song from Rihanna. That's not going to work, buddy. Not gonna. It's so tempting. Yeah. It, it's so tempting to do. So many people want to do it and it, they think they can. You know, the we grew up, especially if you grew up in the 80s and 90s and listened to a lot of radio. Uh-huh. And of course, they were licensed to do it all. You know, they could, the reason they could do that, the reason Jim Rome can have that Welcome to the Jungle yeah. song is because Jim Rome paid a bunch of money to be able to do it. Yeah. And, you know, we see, we hear him in movies all the time and you just kind of think like, oh yeah, why wouldn't I do that? That sounds cool. Well, it's because you didn't, you don't have a gigantic firm behind you paying a bunch of licensing revenue to, or licensing fees to play those things. So it's, it's tough if you're, you know, if you grew up in that era and you want to do it, you can't. You shouldn't. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. Brandon says, I was on a show yesterday talking about Star Wars for the video version. They pulled up video clips and we're taking, we were talking clips as we are talking and they yeah. got a copyright ding. Yeah, it's fair use, but it doesn't stop the bot. Nothing will stop no, the bots. YouTube's getting more and more sophisticated about it. Oh. I mean, they are getting really good yeah. about it, right? Yeah, I think it's just a matter of time. And I mean, I've got permission to, uh, <laughs> wait a minute before I get off this. 
Carrie says, LOL, bikini equals stripper. Just about everyone in Key West. Yeah, good point. I, it was the pole. The fact that her hand, it looked like her hand was on a pole. That's that was Right, right. I um, gotcha. But here's, here's a different, not your typical kind of podcast question. He said, putting a marker in the audio file. I guess it's Ange. This is from Facebook. Is it possible to still get sponsors if your podcast focuses on social injustice? I think you get you can get uh, sponsors for anything. Yeah, I think as long as you got an audience, the bigger the audience, the better. Yeah. For her though, social injustice that's something people can get really passionate about. I was like I'm I would lean more Patreon because some people are going to like I want to I want to support you to get the word out about I watched the movie with Jamie Fox. I forget the name of it. It was really good about this guy in Alabama that just got railroaded and spent a bunch of time in jail. And they he just it was just all, I hate that. It's like they should just name those movies this session of white guilt because you just watch it. and You're like, oh, I hate all white people. We're just horrible. It's just, ugh, you know, mm. I, I've, I've only been to Alabama once when I was five. I, I want to go back because. This is anyway. This is getting heavy. We've we've talked about strippers <laughs> and racism and porn. Yeah, we're gonna get blocked for sure. This show, this one's gonna get blocked. Yeah, let's see if Jim can help us. Just coming in now, but what happened to the people who claim they figured out how to legally license music? That's podcastmusic.com, I believe, is the website. Boy, I can see him. He's got glasses. Nice guy. He's still working on it. I always just tell him when I can play ACDC, please come talk to me. And I know they're they're working on it, and I'm glad they are because we need somebody to politely smack them in the head and go, "Hey, we got a couple billion people, you know, a couple billion downloads over here. If you mm. let, if you come up with something affordable, where and easy, you know, that people could do that. Because I don't know about you, I, I bet there's a bunch of musicians right now who go, I'd take a, tw- a check for thirty bucks, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever it would be, mm-hmm. because you know, let's see, I think they got a bunch of artists that no one has heard of, yeah. And I think there's, I think you still have, I think you pay a fee for that, which, hello, that's the whole point of it, is you pay something and then think, just get it. I don't think it's it. gone anywhere. I don't think it's failed. No, I it's stopped. It, I think it's still doing. Yeah. They're still doing it. And, and, you know, if you need some music, it's a way to do it. Yeah. Dan's helping me out. The movie I was talking about is Just Mercy. It is a good movie. It's, it's again, you will get done. And, and it reminded me of college when I went to uh, college the second time. It was, there was cultural diversity in every class, I just had to write how awful I was because I have the skin tone of Casper. Anyway, there was a plot leak two weeks, and there were DCM takedowns for people discussing the leaks. Yeah, put Brandon's comment up next. Disney tried to do a DMCA takedown of pictures of Star Wars toy was leaked. Uh, yeah, lawyers love to abuse the DMCA. Well, did you hear about the podcast? I want to say it's – what's the new video thing? Quip? Quill? Quick? Quiet, something with a Q. Uh, I'm sure the chat room. Quibi, Quibi yeah. Quibi. And so somebody came up with like the Quibi podcast and they were talking about the the favorite things. Like, I'm going to talk about your product. And the, the company came out and was just like, sorry, you got to take the word Quibi out of it. Even yeah. though they said, I'm not, we're not an official Quibi show. Now, what's interesting is that got a lot of press and people are like, man, what a, screw you. I'm not going to order your crap. You're stomping on these poor little guys trying to promote your stuff. Who's the big guy from Disney? Michael Eisner. Eisner. Yes, which I think is one. He's like behind that, and they he came on the show and kind of went, yeah, my bad. So 
Oh, well, but okay. So in some cases, though, you have to defend that name. And if you let, so say the podcast is good, if the podcast is bad and you didn't follow up, if you didn't deny it for the podcast that was good, yeah, and it's not an official podcast from you, and guess what? You've got to defend that. And that's that's all they're doing. And whether he apologized or not, or they should have let him, maybe they could have worked with that group. Yeah. But they're just in in a in a you know, in a tough branding world, you want to make sure you control that brand. And if you I know if you got podcasters out there, this is why, you know, you can't have the Coke podcast. I mean, Coca-Cola would come after you and <laughs> they are the, if there's if there's one company who's crazy about their brand you know, it's Coke. And so you're going to, you would really struggle. So I get it on both sides. Like, you know, as soon as you have the, you have that kind of podcast, people start thinking you're speaking on their behalf and you're not, you know, you are not. Yeah. Bandry says, is podcast music a perpetual license? So if you pay one month, use the music for that month, or are you okay forevermore? Or will they then try to take those episodes down? That's a great, you know what? No, I believe it carries, it's for that and it carries through. That was the whole idea because people wouldn't, couldn't continue to pay and nobody would go back and take these things out. So I think I remember in an interview hearing them say, you buy it, it's in the month you use it, it can continue. Right. Once you stop paying, then you can't use the music anymore going forward. forward. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's the case where if you use something for your intro music, you'd have to pay every month if you, unless you wanted to change intro music every month. So. It's going to be, uh, that's one, I feel, Doug, Doug is the guy's name. And I just know that every time I, I kind of like, where are we at on this? And the minute he gets to the point where I'm like, yep, not going to use it. I, I have a hard time continuing listening because I'm like, yep, not there yet. Yeah. Brandon says the NFL goes after people like crazy. And yeah. you know what's great about the NFL? They are like the ultimate capitalist. I can get a Cleveland Browns mask for my face. Oh, sure. And I was like, yeah, we're all going to wear those at the game. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding. If if it was up to them, that's probably their, that's probably their entry back in. It's like, hey, we'll give out free masks when you come to the game. You know, when when these things show up in the fall type deal, they're branded and whatever. You can buy them that way. But yeah, no, right. Yeah. The NFL is actually a better example. They are aggressive. Oh, yeah. And they, they put that thing in there a couple of times, like this property of the NFL networks cannot be used in any form of like, don't even sniff no. it. Don't even look at it. No, no. don't. It's- I, got, I got a YouTube takedown because there was a, on my, one of my guests had his TV on and you could see the game being wow. played in the TV on the other side of the room. And YouTube had me take it down. When I, <laughs> they make me take it down. They flagged it for sure. Daniel says, when I got involved with Disney lawyers, they only wanted my podcast to not look officially affiliated because my branding was too similar to theirs because, you know, Daniel's crafty like that. And um, for anyone playing at home, the keyword game, we've had strippers, porn, and Coke. And, and Craig mentions and geese. And geese. Yeah. So It's a weird show this morning. I'm not sure where we're going with this today. Yeah. It could be one of those stellar episodes where it's just like, what the... What were those guys on this morning? It's because we've been confined for eight That's weeks. That's it. Dave. Confined. Uh, I'm trying to say, I grabbed some. Oh, here we go. And by the way, none of the things we say from a legal stand, we are not lawyers. We are not lawyers. We don't even play lawyers on TV. We didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. And we, it's not legal advice. And so everything we say, nothing, none of, none of that is, has anything to do with anything. Just, yeah. just to get that out. Big news this week, of course, Podcast Movement is now October 19th through the 22nd. Yeah. 
Yeah, good good move or bad move? Do you think? Well, I mean, it, I think the, it's the only move they had. I mean, they, well, they could have had it, and then yeah. I forget what the original date was. That's a good question. Didn't Dan, didn't Dan say they had to buy out of that to to be able to move it? Yeah, I I just know because people are like, man, what the heck? Because it's like she podcast, and then like the next week is now podcast movement, and I don't think. When I was at She Podcast, there are people there that are there because – how can I put this without putting my foot in my mouth? Women like to be around women sometimes when no men are around because we're dudes. And there's nothing nothing wrong with that. We are dudes and we are what we are. But when somebody came out of a session and said – and I said, how was your session? And they said, it was great. The speaker was awesome. A woman stood up, told a story, and we all cried. And I, I made the joke. I said, I've never heard that at Podcast Movement. But on the other hand, that's really beautiful that somebody felt that safe to let your feelings out like that. And I was like, so Podcast Movement doesn't have that kind of feeling. So I think the the people that really want that girl power, for lack of a better phrase, kind of thing, are going to go to She Podcasts. So, you know, it'll be – I think they're both probably going to take a hit. I don't, I, you know, I don't know what profit wise, but I, I, for sure. I think both for sure. will be down and a lot of it's going to be, dep- I mean, October sounds like forever from now, but you know, it's May it's halfway, it's almost halfway through May at this point. I know it's going fast again. Yeah. Things and are, as far as I know, it's still in Dallas. Yeah. Well, everybody's weddings moved to like September, October, November. And then like the people are shifting summer stuff down. I think the sports leagues are going to oh. shift. So like we're we're you know I'm sorry Jim's like why am I awing one of my heroes just died oh ah uh, little Richard oh no except I clicked on the wrong thing little Richard can I tell you people little Richard is the king of rock and roll take Elvis and stick him up your butt I'm here to tell you <laughs> he's just now Elvis ripped off everything he had the Beatles where did they get the whole <laughs> little Richard. It's like Little Richard was the king. And if you go back and listen to early Little Richard, that guy was awesome. Now, he, and he was also unique. Like, nobody liked Little Richard at all. And and he didn't get any exposure because of the color of his skin. And so Elvis, living in Memphis, went to go to all these oh Chitlin Circuit things. He'd, he'd go out and hang, in, for lack of a better phrase, the black clubs and see those guys. And he just ripped off everything he did. Now, he still had to have talent. Let me just not say that Elvis was a worthless hack but to me you know if if little richard had been white he would have been the king of rock and roll that's just a shame that wonder how old he was anybody know but uh, gotta be in his 90s yeah this is a great question is there a service that will combine multiple feeds i have a friend starting a podcast network and independently owned shows but they want a master feed well lips and bro will do that for you and so will Blueberry has a that type of network set up if you want. There used to be one from Yahoo that you could put a bunch of feeds together. Yeah. Although I don't know if I would bank anything on a Yahoo backend. I think you can do that with a tag in, in PowerPress. So if you have mm. – if you do uh, category podcasting in PowerPress and the plugin and you then – Every everything you put in on in that has has a category tag. I think it'll show up as a master feed. I think you can do that in PowerPress. I love my chat room. Um, it's out of control. It's out of control. <laughs> yes. Now now we can add stuff. 
to the list of topics mentioned in today's episode. You did say up your butt. Dave. I did say up your butt. You he was only 87. Now, the big and question. We brought, and we brought up gender relations yeah. in this. So. Yeah, Jeez. sex, drugs, and rock and roll. The circle is complete. <laughs> he was 87. Did anybody know? Oh, yeah, here it is. It was Yahoo Pipes. And shockingly, it's dead. So. But, yeah, that, but was that an aggregator? Or was that a was that actually combining feeds? That would they create a feed for you, or was that like an RSS reader that would put feeds together? I don't know. That's a long time ago. Yeah, you know Yahoo is number two in Japan. Really? Still? Yeah. Remember when they used to co- yeah. they used to advertise yeah. all the time, yeah. and like come use our search engine, and now they're like Yahoo Sports, and Katie Couric is over there doing something. I don't know what, but she's they're over- trying. But they are number two in some category, some search category in Japan. Huh. Have you <laughs> have you played with Podcast Manager yet? Oh, from Google? From the Googs. Yeah. Let me now, uh, why should I? Just convince me I should have another another here, podcast. And manager. here's no. Todd and Rob made a really good point. Let me share my screen. Now mine is all messed up because well, I, one of the things I found out, so there's Bernie the Cat. And I was amazed that Bernie the Cat, who's been dead for close to two years now, is still getting plays. And but if evergreen I, content. Yeah, let's see. Burn, yeah, that's burn, it. Yeah. Bernie made evergreen content. Yeah. So first of all, I was surprised that Ask the Podcast Coach was not on Google Podcasts. And in theory now, when you go here and you say, I want to add a show, this is it, by the way, podcast with an S, because why not? Podcastsmanager.google.com. And you can add your your show. And so, like this one I'm playing with, I came in here, well, here, if I show, you can see what RSS feed is being used. And I was using Podcast Mirror because I like to play with toys. And it said, hey, we found another feed for this. And I was like, well, wait. So now they're using the original feed. And I wanted them to use the Podcast Mirror feed because I wanted to play. So I'm I'm kind of bummed that I can't change the source here, but they do have this cool little button that you can click on and it sends it right to them. And from what I've heard, their support is not bad, but here's why you want people to use Google podcast is you can go into much like an Apple and see now I had a whopping, I think five people listen to this episode. I do not get any traffic on Google, but what's cool is I go, wow, there's a huge dip here. I can click right there. And you can't hear it, but it's again. Playing. I'm an old musician. There used to yeah, be a cup. Dave doing an old musician story that apparently turned a bunch of people off. So you get this kind of analytics. So if I have a choice of Spotify or Google Podcasts, I'm going to say no. Everybody use Google Podcasts if you're on an Android, because now I can get plays. Because much like Apple, I can see how far people are listening. And right now, don't don't jump off the bridge when you see 28 percent because that was one person. You know, that did that. And I see I had one that was 100%. Most of them are not, oh, in above, you know, 50%. I know in, in the land of YouTube, and, and Bandrew can chime in on this, I think in the land of YouTube, 50% is considered wow if you had somebody get to the end of yeah. your, your video. So well, what's, the, what's the address again, Dave? Podcasts with an S, podcastmanager.google.com. So I'm, I'm, uh, there's a, I was listening this morning, I didn't get a chance to, to finish it. They interviewed Zach from Google as well as Ronsley was on the last new media show. And, uh, you know, they were talking about what it does. And from what I understand, if you're, you go in, well, here, let me see if I can add another show here. Hold on a second. I'm going to do something without sharing my screen before I jump over here. 
but they were just taught and, and I know every time they said something, Todd was like, Oh, this is, that's even better. No, you have to enter your feed. I thought, uh, there was another service I was using that you would type in your, the name of your show and it would find the, the, the RSS for you. Yeah. Bandrew says 50% view duration is great on YouTube. So depending on what you, so don't get too upset if you're, your uh, completion rate is not where you want it. And that's what's going to be fun. Does this mean that somebody's going to then, and it wouldn't work because you'd have to give in your login information, but can I get Apple and Google stats? You can download these. I did like that thing. So in theory, you could download, and I think you can download your Apple stats. So you could download your Apple stats and your Google stats somehow combine them together. I can smell the time just burning as I say this idea and get an idea. Cause I don't know what my rate is in Apple, but it's again, that's only the Apple people and it's only, this is only the Google people. So, you know, good for them for getting yeah. this going. Well, yeah. I'm sure it's not perfect, but, but man, it's, it's a lot easier or it's a lot better than nothing. Oh man. I, I got to listen to the end of this. Brandon says, Rob and Todd asked them about feed burner. Which, mm. if you haven't heard, don't use FeedBurner. Just please. There are people that still do that, and I still get a ticket about two a month where somebody goes, my show's not showing up in Apple. And usually that just means it's because they released it about five seconds ago. And I will go and do some troubleshooting, and I'll see where they're using FeedBurner. And FeedBurner hasn't updated to show the latest episode. And then Apple's looking at FeedBurner. So Apple looks at FeedBurner. FeedBurner looks at your feed. And so... To me, I'm like, you don't need that anymore. It made sense in 2005. So if you wanted to redirect your feed because redirects weren't as important then because we hadn't figured that out. And so. Well, signing up for that's easy. It's really super easy. easy. Yeah. yeah. It's, put, it's your feed, put your RSS in. It verifies the email address yeah. that's in the RSS feed. Sends you a code. You put the code in. Boom, you're in. It'll associate it with your Google account. Yeah. And it, 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 it did make it easy. It's not, it's not hard. Not like, hey, take this. 18, you know, take this uh, four lines of code, code. copy and paste it into your, into your, your domain. Header. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where? I don't know, professor. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'll be interested to see where they take this, but there's an about page. They actually have a help screen that if you go over and it talks about what if my show's not in Google and a couple other things. So it's, yeah, it's, I was like, I was happy to see this. I was just really bummed that you can't change the feed because they're scraping feeds. And I was like, okay, if I log in and see they're using my old Wooshka feed, you know, you right. know, a, why didn't it follow the 301 redirect, which from what I understand they did. So, but yeah, Bang says they also had nothing to announce regarding Google play pot. Yeah, that's true. It'd be nice if they would have said, Oh, and by the way, we're going to take Google play music out behind the barn and just, you know, <laughs> now there's probably still the three original people who worked on that to begin with, maybe two uh, left that they don't want to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Earl, did you hear what? We're we're out of business. Our division was shut down. <laughs> yeah. I cannot wait. Hold on. You kind of wonder if anybody's working on that thing anymore. Yeah. It's like, can we again? Still, it's still out there. It still works. Still doing its thing. It'd be great if they could just take it out behind the barn. But you know who I'm never taking out behind the barn? 
Would that be your awesome supporters? The awesome supporters over at askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. We're talking about awesome people like whoever's going to be the teacher's pet. If you want one-on-one consulting at a discounted rate, you could come over and see me and we'll set up a time. But we always thank our $20 supporters. We're talking about Greg over at depshepherd.com. So as you're starting to probably think about doing your taxes, if you haven't done them already, he might have some insights. Glenn the Geek over at horseradionetwork.com. Max Trescott at AviationNewsTalk.com, Shane at Spybrary.com, Carl White at LifeInTheCarolinasPodcast.com, Kim Cradgy at Toastmasters101.net, Ed Sullivan at SonicCupcake.com. And while we're at it, we're on a roll. We will thank our $10 supporters, which are uh, Frasley at B-Great.Today, Dr. Norm Chapin at BeyondTheBedside.net, Jeffrey at Podnuts, that's P-O-D-N-U-T-Z. Jonathan Bloom at WeeklyAwesome.com. Kyle Bondo at GagglePod.com. Katie Holmes at Outwit. Let's see, how is it? Out? Wit. OutwitTrade.com. Too many T's in there, it confused me. Martin over at ChristianSTT.com. Michael Delaney at BabyMountainRadio.com. Nick Superling Soups at CincinnatiSoccerTalk.com. Wonder what he's talking about at this point. Sean Park at Be Your Own Nerd and Josh Rivers at who is of course podcastguymedia.com. If you would like to be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. So thank you folks for that. Let's find another quick question as I pull up my Trello. Oh. Here's one from Connie Graff. I found this in Facebook. How do you deal with podcast guests that don't show up? I just started having guests on my podcast and already had two people not show up for interviews. Is that normal? And yes, yes. <laughs> I did send them a reminder before. I take time to prepare each episode. I research my guests to figure out what to ask to make great conversations. I lock the dog in the kennel. I convince the cat to behave. I tell the neighbor to stop mowing the lawn and finally get ready for the call. And then they don't show up. Nothing. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. Yes, yeah. it's normal. One thing I did that yeah. at least helps rather than I sit there and waste 45 minutes waiting is now on my sign up form, I ask for your phone number. Mm-hmm. And so when it's like 10 after, I can call and go, hey, it's Dave. And they go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And you're like, yeah. I also. They never actually intended to be there to begin with. Yeah. You know, when they do that kind of stuff, oh, I forgot. No, you didn't. Yeah. You just, you, you just didn't want to say no. Yeah. So I, I also always send. Even though my system will send them one anyway, I always send it is the earlier, the better. Like when I get up, if I see I have a, a interview, hey, are we still on for today at seven? Here's the link if you need it. Yeah. Look forward to hearing from you. Yeah. And if I don't get a yeah, I will not wait as long because right. it's just a way of like, hey, are you alive? So, yep. Yep. No, it, there's no, there's no techniques actually. I mean, you can do all the reminders and stuff, but. You'll get the same excuses. Oh, I had an emergency come up. I, I'm sorry. I double booked. I didn't have, I've heard them all, you know, I've heard them all. So you, you don't, it, it, there's no way to prevent it unless you, you have them actually pay for it. Like, and we've, we've seen that happen where, where podcasters actually, you know, require the guests to, it's 50 bucks to be on the show. They'll yeah. show up if they've paid money. Yeah. Trust me. You know, if they're, if you, if you're, if they're coming on your show so that they can have exposure and you're charging them for that, even if you give it back, you know, in some way or whatever, they'll show if you charge them. Yeah. That's people, people won't just throw away that kind of money 
to to be a part of it. Now that that's a huge controversy in the podcast. I was going to say you, that's I, I always you did, say that in podcasters. That's kind of like advertising, you know, ten years ago. You know, well, my, but it's my art, dude. <laughs> my whole thing is with that is let's say you charge them fifty bucks, and you're like, yeah, I'm not. It's just you know, it's just it's a it's a door prize or not a door prize. It's a door fee, you know, to, to get in. Yeah. Well, then you start. You know, hey, we could get a new car. We got an extra 50 bucks a month. You know, we would take that and that and add the 50 bucks. That's enough for a new car payment. So now you need that 50 bucks. And so now somebody comes up and goes, hey, I talk about knitting. Can I be on your show about death metal? And you're like, sure thing. Give me your 50 bucks. And I'm like, hmm. That's my worry about that whole thing. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's not, it's not, I'm not saying do it. Yeah. It's, it's just, it is a way. It's a you, way to you, stop people from not showing up. You gotta, you gotta create some kind of value. If it's a free interview, they said yes. Cause they don't want to say no. Like you ask them and they're like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Sure. And then they start thinking about it and they're like, Oh, I don't know. Most are not good at saying no to those kinds of things. And they, they're embarrassed about backing out. And so they just, They'll string it along forever. Oh, I don't know. I had to go wash yeah. my car or I got a flat tire or the power. I should say Chris Nessie's listening. <laughs> the, the, no, that's kind of, I'm, Chris, I'm just joking, Chris. Right. I'm just joking. I rebooked Chris. But you, you, you know, it, it's folks have that kind of tendency. And the bigger they are, the more likely I think it is to happen. Yeah. The uh, We do have some bad news after talking about the Google thing. Google, I was just kidding, Chris. Just kidding. Google Podcasts. <laughs> is not switching feeds from 301 redirects. That's bad. That's just, come on, boys, get with the game. Uh, It's RSS. That's how it works. Come on. uh, Google. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie's asking, speaking of stats, any experience with email lists? I started my first helpful, boy, I'm glad you said this. My Mm -hmm. first helpful email series to my existing list, but not sure if there are any benchmarks for good open rates. That I don't know what a good, I mean, anything over zero, I guess is good, but I am, if you go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash newsletter, I've now started producing what I call the podcast halftime. And what it is, it's Wednesday. So it's halfway between the week. And what I do is I go and I say, here's what I've been up to. So there'll be a link to Ask the Podcast Coach. There'll be a link to the podcast review show. Anything that has a new episode, here's what the episode's about. Here's a link. And then anything that I found is just like, it's not a big, long thing to read. It's just like, here's what I'm up to. Here's this and that. Podcast happy hours this Thursday. Da, 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 da. You know, not a lot of, I think it, I, there might be a link in there to join the school of podcasting, but it's just a quick little thing. And I started like I think I have next week started and just every time I find something cool, I put it in there. Uh, and I have no idea what a good open rate is these days. I just know it's uh, anytime I, anytime I hear anybody talk about what, if you're trying to monetize something like, is it email? Is it Instagram? Is it blah, blah, blah. Is it podcasting? Blah, blah, blah. Hands down. Still email is King because you're, you're one click away from, if you can get them to open it. I think those rates are like one to five percent as we think about the the click or the action or the take action or the value. It's pretty small. Mm. And I think the age of your of your list matters. So, you know, both MailChimp and Aweber have some analytics associated with how long have they been on the list, what are, are is it bouncing? Do they have what kind of the a value? I know MailChimp for sure has a little bit of a reading for that person on the list that you can kind of go through and see, Hey, who's actually opening this every time they open it and click on something like it it, it associates a value with it. Right. But if you have an old list those, I think those that, and it hasn't been worked actively, 
I think those rates are going to go way down as opposed to a newer list where you're going to have some engagement uh, folks who signed up and who are actively engaged. So I think that depends on how good the list is as well. I will say I love automation. I've been using Zapier more. And now if somebody graduates and leaves the School of Podcasting, it automatically removes them from the School of Podcasting member list automatically. I love stuff like that when I – because I keep going back and double-checking, and I'm like, I need to just trust the process because it's it's doesn't happen a lot, but when people do, it, it works. So She's saying that she's getting about – she sent out two emails mm-hmm. so far out of 10 total, and so far they've averaged about 48%, so at 50%. Yeah, that's Again, good. Small, yeah, no, it's really good. Smaller numbers, a little bit easier, uh, especially if that – and if the list is new – like if those are, if those if those folks who've subscribed have come that in the last six months, chance, chances are they're the actively engaged in what you're doing, yeah, and still actively engaged. So that the entire I think my lists for home gadget geeks, which I don't do a very good job of, no, of of me, me, of me sending too. notes to. I just kind of got back into it again. I think I'm in the twenty uh, to kind of the twenty percent open, and then super low clicks, like like sub one percent on those of actually the folks who click on the links that I put in there. I don't sell anything in those, so I don't really care. Uh, but I think email lists are one of those things that take some time to cultivate yeah. and that you need to send them value on a regular basis for have for them to have to make sense. This is my SendFox. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com, SendFox, 47%, 40%, 59, 51, 62, but only 13% clicks. So... Not horrible, not great. No, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'll that's pretty it. good. I had a weird thing happen with my list where I was getting signups from weird addresses. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about this on the show a couple of years ago, and I was like, "Where are these coming from? Like, and what would be the motivation for a bot to sign up to mm. some worthless newsletter? Right. You know, unless." Somebody was combing the internet for newsletters and getting people signed up for. I, I could never figure out what the what what the reason was here i'll show my i'll also show my campaigns on what was yours mailchimp or was uh, it send a fox send fox yeah it's uh i like it it's on AppSumo and it's a one-time kind of fee now they they did add more features i was wondering how they're going to stay in business with that but uh um, so here's mailchimp for me 23 19 21 25 this is a brand new i just like this is a list I've had for five or six years, mm-hmm. but I've just recently picked it back up again. I've been pretty sporadic. You can see the percentages are up from 2018 when I was only getting, you know, 15 or 16 or mm-hmm. so percent. But it also, I had that weird, I had that weird sign up bot thing going on. I couldn't yeah. figure out why. So I have 350, but that, that number's too high. So I, as I've been redoing this, as I've been actually sending out weekly updates now, I'm seeing unsubscribes come in mm-hmm. and that's good. I want to, I want to call this thing down a little bit. I really just want active subscribers to it. And then been talking about it on the show again to say, Hey, we fired it back up. I'm, I've been calling it mostly weekly, you know, just so I give myself <laughs> an out in case I miss a week. Yeah. yeah. Craig says I've been pruning my list and removing folks who haven't opened an email in six months. Yeah. Yeah. These don't have to, yeah. but it's a good idea too. It makes your numbers higher. <laughs> you know, yeah. when you do that, right? You get your percentages go up, feels good. Yeah, I'm reading a book right now called Master Content Marketing. It's by a woman who used to run Copy Blogger. And she's I'll be interested to see cuz her first she had a whole chapter on headlines. Like the whole thing on like these are things that get people to click and then she talks about your first sentence. The first sentence has to 
keep people yeah. moving. And she says, yeah. so many people ignore that first sentence. And it's just like, who's got time for that? I'm just going to, just to bring it full circle, I'm just going to put a picture of a scantily clad. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> on there. Brandon says in chat room, I signed up. He got signed up for a hundreds of newsletters so that a scammer could try to buy an iPhone on my Verizon account. It hoped I'd missed the confirmation email. So, yeah, I, uh, Brandon, I literally was, they were, I was getting uh, six to seven new people added to my mailing list every day for about three weeks. And I couldn't figure out where all these were coming from. And they're weird addresses. So it was some kind of weird scam of some yeah. kind. And they've those, those accounts I've been going through, I probably need to go through and call my email and say, okay, if it's bounced a certain number of times, if it's if they haven't opened it in six months, whatever, I probably just need to call them so that I'm not I'm not continuing to spend to get my numbers a little bit better to make me feel better. <laughs> I'm trying to right? find the uh, Carrie's asking what is the book I'm reading. I think it's called Master Content Marketing by boy. There's like 50 books with that title. That's by Pamela Wilson. Links in the show notes at askthepodcastcoach.com slash 292. We are approaching 300 episodes. Wow. I I need to go. Who would have thought we would have done this for 300 weeks? (laughs) After this week, maybe we should just quit. That's it. it. We're done. We're going to stop at 294. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a Um, week. And then I see this. Poor. This is over at Code 3 here. Never mind Bernie. I just listened to healing my healing our it was healing our marriage. If you want to hear Dave go argue with his ex wife, that is a splendid podcast. Because we found out that if we recorded our ep, if we could record our arguments or our conversations, we were more civil to each other. Oh, and it no, also allowed idea. me to go. Hey, let's go back to the tape because you just said that. If you're like, no, I didn't. Oh, I'm like, God. Hold on, let's go back to the tape. See, I'd, I'd be divorced. Yeah, well, that hence there you go. Uh, hence why well, she's now my my, my ex wife. Not advisable at all. Mark, yeah. thanks for your sponsorship of the show today. We appreciate him sponsoring the poor. Always. Uh, how are we doing? Hey, you know what? It's 1130. It is. I was supposed to start the music two minutes ago. No worries. On no the sh- worries. On the show, on the school of podcasting this week, boy, it's when when you, when you're used to using Squadcast and you go back to use Zoom. Wow. It's just, mm. it's kind of just like, it's not horrible, but it's like somebody took the trouble and just turned it way down. Yeah. And unfortunately... Yeah. And I'm not going to do this. You guys, you guys can know this because you're getting this ahead of time. I'm. I was tempted to say, "Hey, if you're listening to the show, if you're new, uh, in this case, oh, Karen Yankovic, Yankovic was a little too close to her mic because I asked her to tap the mic to make sure it was the right one, and she got super close. And it didn't sound bad when I rec- when I was listening. Yeah. She's pretty overmodulated through most of it, and especially when you get her talking about LinkedIn, then she gets all excited, and it was just like, and I'm like, I'm not going to mention that till the. I might not mention it at all. But it's just one of those things where as podcasters, we obsess over the the audio quality. So she's going to give some some really interesting tips about LinkedIn, which also kind of just apply to everything. So, Jim, what's coming up on TheAverageGuy.tv? Yeah, we went full lawn care for the spring. So all the technology, chemicals, how to do it, you know, water, all that stuff. And we kind of made it our spring update. We're going to do one in the summer as well. So if you're interested in lawn care, want some kind of discussion around that. It's a long one. It's a two-hour podcast. So TheAverageGuy.tv. It's posted now. There we go. In the post show, because we like to do visual stuff there, unless we want to talk more about, you know, Coke and strippers and things that offend people. <laughs> things that offend I'll take people. Things that offend people for 600, Alex. 
<laughs> Later, we'll be talking about abortion and religion, and that's coming up on the show. But no, I'm going to show off. I mentioned these two things that people are using to make websites, and I'll, I'll show you the behind the scenes on that in case you want to check it out. And uh, thanks to the chat room. Stick around for some post show coming right up. <laughs> 